What's going on? Yes, people, what's happening? Brass clouds. <laughs> what is it? It's been made again, and ah, that time again, and ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, we're back again, them man there with Greg and Case. Pleasure to have you guys hanging out with us, man. How's your week been, brother? Yeah, it's been alright. Like I've been on the ground, obviously trying to, you know, I've been website building this week, bro. Oh yeah. You guys are slick with it, man. You get your little platform, you kind of buy certain things, and they want to make you buy something else. Something else, then something else, so it kind of wraps up. And the way you do it is smart, and they break it down to you in a, a monthly structure. But then you're paying for the full year when you go for the final page. And it's all, oh, they got me, they got me used right now. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you gotta do what you, you gotta do, man. Yeah, so yeah, man, that's what I've been doing this week. What's been going on with you, man? Uh, you know what? It's been a week of planning for me, you know, just getting, getting myself sorted to present what I need to present to. Uh, people at the club for what I where I see us needing to be for next season you know so that you know by the time we come out of all this lockdown situation we hit the ground running yeah I hear that I hear that 100% yeah so you know apart from the obvious trying to keep the bills paid and stuff yeah just all the other stuff it doesn't stop you you can't you can't wait until we're out of lockdown to make sure that you're on the right track Absolutely, Absolutely. Miles and miles behind, my guy. <laughs> Hopefully, we get some good news next week. See what happens from there. Yeah, we need some good, good news, you know, because we've been scrolling the timeline this week, and man, them have been losing their flipping minds. Telling me, you know. <laughs> tell me, man. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't on Twitter these times, like back in 2012-13. What the hell was going on? Yeah, you know what? You probably your your timing on Twitter was probably before mine, in it because well, Twitter hasn't really been a platform for me until recent years, in it. But a lot of madness be happening. A lot of madness be happening. Like when I say that people are out here wilding, I'm not joking. Like it, I don't even know if this can be called a trend. Can you call it a trend? Uh, nah, I don't know. I don't think you can call it a trend, really. I just think it's quite uh. I don't know. I don't even know what to describe it right now. Because I'm just looking at a bag of people on Twitter just disrespecting the shit out of black women, and I don't know why. Wow. You know what? Some of them might come down to personal experience. I don't know. I can't call you know it. The wicked is, uh, you know what the wicked part, the wicked part is? Yeah. They're black too. That's the wickedest part. I mean, you try to talk about uplifting and then you're the same people that be putting them down against no sense. <laughs> it's kind of mad, you know, because you, you just want to understand what the hell is really going on in these people's mindset. So people like, what's this girl's name? Nella Rose? Yeah. Like, I don't know how old she is, to be honest. Um, definitely younger than me. According to what I've been seeing, but using the excuse of "oh, I was mad young, I didn't know what right from wrong," shut up, man! Like, why are we letting people get away with these stupid excuses? It's lame excuses, definitely. Well, definitely lame excuses. Because at the end of the day, got, you just got to keep it one hundred. It's what you really thought, and it's how you really feel. How you really feel. And you know what? I've always been taught like. If you want someone to tell you the truth, look for three people. Kids, drunks, and angry people. 
yeah, it all comes out straight off the back. You know what I mean? Straight, clear cut. No details left out whatsoever. They just straight to the point. You know what I mean? And if you're angry with someone and the first thing you do is cuss them out, call them out their name, you always felt that way. Just never had the reason to say it. 100%. 100%. So, I don't know. What, what do you think of all this? Like, it doesn't make sense. I'm looking at... They're calling it colorism, right? You know, the light skin versus dark skin thing, you know, and everyone yeah. always used to have jokes for the blackest, blackest youths in school. Yeah. But this is going even beyond that. Yeah, I, I can't... I can't even... There's nothing I can describe to say what, what the motivation is behind it, innit? And, and like we said, innit? If you say something, it's best you kind of own up to it to kind of take a shot for I was young. I was young, you know what I mean? Or whatever, whatever. Let me give you an example, great man. Okay? So, you in, in the young ages, okay? Uh, using a scenario where, I don't know, you, you had a great like, great deal of dislike for some uh, uh, individual, alright? You turn around and you hit this person in the face, okay? Now it comes and resurfaces now. For you to turn around and say you was young then, you was young then, nah, it's, it's how you really felt, like, you know what I mean? You wanted to do it, this is what you do, and the best thing you can do is own up to that situation. Right? Yeah, you know what, more time, I'm not interested in all your explanations really because no one has and has an explanation until they get in trouble. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, if people were actually joking about all this on the timeline as opposed to giving you smoke, would there have been an apology? You know, the, <laughs> you know, there's one guy that said it, you know who this one person that got caught out, and I can't remember, I think it's, what, what's that guy? The guy from D-Block Europe, have you seen his tweet? Have you seen his Ads. Bro, there's nothing there, bro. <laughs> the whole thing gone. Bro, he wiped out everything. Yeah, you know what happened there? He seen everyone else catching these bullets here, and he was like, nah. Bro, he wiped out everything. You go to his page, and I think I was following it on social media, like, yo, like this guy, it just says literally this, having problems finding the tweets. Like, there's nothing there, bro. He just took it all away, bro. <sighs> bro, I don't know, you know, I don't know how to feel about that. You know, part of me says, stand by your words. Mm. But another part of me is like, okay, so you know you had some shit on there that shouldn't have been on there. Maybe it's better to get rid of it. But again, you're just burying the situation and you're not addressing it. Exactly, exactly. It's a weird one, bro. Like I've, I've never, I've never deleted anything because of the response I got to it. And you know, once in a while, you know, depending on what the topic is, you know, there's certain groups that just can't wait to jump on you for something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Bro, just back it. Like if, if you believe in something, back it. And of course. If information changes, there's nothing wrong with changing your mind. You might decide, okay, I was wrong about that. My bad. Don't go deleting things. Just acknowledge, okay, I think that's that's definitely not what I thought. I've seen a different way of thinking now. Cool. But as soon as you go deleting tweets and trying to back out of situations, now so that's dead, man. You look so much more guilty if actually deleting the tweets as well. We're just kind of standing in front of them for this situation. You know what I mean? Let's put that for one. One, one point in your life you thought this is whatever I'm writing here this is what it is you know what I mean now you've blown up you know what I mean you, you don't want to be a part of that or you want to uh, unaffiliate yourself with that situation you know and for me you know it's 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 uh it's a it's a cowardly it's a cowardly it's a cowardly act you know what I mean it's a cowardly act stand in front of it so you know this is what it is and like you said isn't it if it's an error or you say you, you have a difference in opinion about the situation 
you say it. So you know what? My views are different now. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. But to blame it on yeah, I was young, I was thinking and all that stuff. Yeah, come on, man. Now you knew exactly what you were doing because you know what it's like when you're in school, especially when there's a crowd giving all the sound effects. Ooh, rah, yeah, you know, them ones. All you're doing, you're aiming for low blows to get a reaction from the crowd. Exactly. So you know exactly what you're doing. So I, I, I don't want to hear all this. I was young, right, there, there, bro. You know there's certain things that you, you can't get away with because all this stuff they were saying on Twitter, I know for a fact none of them would have ever spoken like that in front of their parents and why is that this is what i'm saying so if you know that then you know it's you know it's wrong don't have, bro, we don't want to hear it yeah and you know what to be honest unfortunately like we said before in, in, in a few other episodes because of what's happening right now social media is going through a screening process right now you know what i'm saying like literally everyone's going deep into it you know what I mean? People are finding old shit and bringing it to the surface and stuff like that. And, you know what I mean? Things that you thought you could bury, you can't bury, man. Bro, I'm out here. But if, if you find something that you want to get at me about, go ahead, bro. We can talk about it. And if it turns out I was wrong about whatever it was, I'll hold it. Yeah. Users don't have to be the same. Everyone has their opinion. But if it's right or wrong, it's your opinion. You own it. Oh, by the way, let's talk about that. <laughs> this idea of being entitled to your opinion, yeah? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too sure that that's really a thing. Why are you saying that, bro? Because all I see, people are using it as an excuse to say wild left shit, and then say, oh, no, it's just my opinion. Okay, here's the thing. That, that saying is literally that you're entitled to your opinion. It doesn't then go on to say you're entitled to not be challenged about your opinion or your opinion is right, 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 right. Once you express your opinion and you put it out into the world, now it's there for the rest of us to pick it apart and do what we like with it. Absolutely. Now I agree with that. You know, I mean, you expect some kind of blowback. You feel like you can just post something and it's going to be more repercussive. It doesn't work that way. Like people, people like to hide behind freedom of speech as if freedom of speech means freedom from repercussions. <laughs> the way they do it is like it's like stamped on their arm, minute. Like, hold on a second. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. No, but that's the thing. Go ahead and say what you want to say, but after that, you've got to handle what comes with it. Of course, man. Don't smoke without fire, bro. And obviously, the worst place for that is social media. People just piping up with no research behind what they're saying, no understanding of what they're talking about, just because it's their opinion. And they want to act as if you're wrong for getting at them about that. Nah, bro, that's not how none of this works, yo. Uh. Yeah, man. So, if before you even think about posting something on on your Twitter or Instagram, you have to think. Look, am I having this conversation in public? If we were just speaking, a group of people, or is it something that I just think I can type? Because there's two different ways, bro. If you're just typing, you can just type and get loose. <laughs> but when you're stood in front of someone chatting, it's different. You know what I'm saying? And the worst thing, there's no tone when you're typing. I can't hear your tone, so I don't know. Are you joking? Are you being sarcastic? Are you being for real? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. You're leaving it down to the people on the other side to make a decision as to how you're dealing with that situation, how you treat them. So obviously, you're going to have people that say, well, there's people that's going to agree. There's people that are going to say it only for left shit, like you said. You know what I mean? So. Portion, and the reason I say I don't I don't like that because like now there's a playbook that people follow 
where if they catch smoke, they already know what they're gonna say as an excuse for that. Oh no, yo, you guys, you guys are smart, man. I was just joking. You guys aren't smart enough to understand. So shut up, man. Yeah, he said the brain before they put the comment out. If it's yes, we go to this box. If it's no, we go to this box. If it's this one, we go to this box. Oh. Yeah, they, they, they call that funnels. It's funnels, bro. You know, like how you put out a questionnaire where you only get this set of options after you click yes, and you only, you get a different set of options after you click no. So they've got their own funnel process ready. If people are liking it, oh, we go down this path. If people are not liking it, oh, I was just being sarcastic and you're not smart enough to understand sarcasm. No, you're not slick enough to get away with that bullshit you tried. You know what I'm saying? So, um, bro, social media is going to be the demise of everything you lot know and love. I'm telling you right now. We already know that. I mean, we've been up on numerous occasions with all of our, our craft. You know what I mean? Our social media is the right and full of uh, can I run a theory past you? And this came from um, one brethren of mine. Yeah. And, you know, we all have certain people in our lives that you don't expect that you can ever learn nothing from this guy. You know, that person. Yeah. He said something that had me thinking. His presentation was off, but I had to think about it a little bit. He said on the social media thing, Pay attention, especially to to some of these girls, right? Some of these younger girls that have both Instagram and Twitter, yeah? Yeah. Check how many followers they have on each, right? If someone's got like 150, 200, 300 followers on Twitter, but you got 2,000 and something on Instagram, he said there's a meaning behind that. What's the meaning? He said the meaning is... The people you associate with or your peers, they care much less about what you have to say than what you look like. That makes sense. That actually makes sense. That, that actually makes sense. That actually makes sense. When you look at him, the way you say it, that actually makes sense. So obviously, you know, as we know, grammar is more descriptive. How many people do you know that actually looks at someone's grammar and actually read what's written underneath? Because I mean, it's the appearance. And then obviously on the Twitter format, that's more the typing, changing, getting your opinion across the media, how the other text and stuff. Now it makes sense. It makes sense. That had me messed up because, like I say, this is not the bread you ever expect to learn something from. Trust me on this one. <laughs> oh, damn, whoever you are, man, I salute you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, so yeah. It, it, it really is a weird one like you know these these people of a certain age as well they'll call everybody friend 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 that's not your friend fam but you have to understand these guys got angles or some of these well i'm not going to just say women it is some people have an angle when they do this grand stuff anyway so they'll add you you add them you're making yeah i just got a new follower next minute you know they're unfollowing you so they're getting up there they're getting up there they're following uh, uh and then they're not following anyone. So you'll get these people that have uh, they're following 65 people but have about 6,000 followers. You know what I mean? See, that's sneaky, bro. Like you're, you're literally just going for stats. You know what I mean? And and for that, you have to. It makes you it makes you think. Man, what is the end game? What is your purpose behind it? You know, so you know what? At the end it's of the all day, an ego massage, bro. Right. And this is what I'm trying to say. Like, right, how? Where do you think? You feel like you're going to get more of a an, an attention span or attention base from anybody if you 
let's say for example if you've got a hundred followers and you're following a hundred or if you've got a hundred followers and following ten who's gonna get the more respect out of both of them bro it's just it's a weird situation for me because like your whole self-worth and i know i know it's a very common thing don't get me wrong but people that you don't even really associate with are dictating how you feel about yourself like mm. how is that how is that even running like my instagram right now if you go on my instagram what you will see the least of on any part of my page is me yeah, 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 yeah. you know what i'm saying like you 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 hardly see me on my page mm. what i generally tend to do the vast majority of the time is i'm bigging up the people around me people i work with people like my people i associate with people yeah. i coach you know yeah. my siblings stuff like that yeah yeah so yeah. that's what i'm using my instagram for and stuff like that once in a while if i think you know there's something i can kind of put out there via my own image i can do that but yeah. I'm, I'm not i've not even checked yet but i'm willing to say at least 90 percent of what's on my instagram is not me yeah that's a fair adjustment i mean i'll be honest with you with my instagram it may have started it a certain way but now of my like my most recent posts and stuff like that it's more of what the, the message says in relation to the picture rather than me kind of stunning you know what i mean i'm trying to look a certain way it's our environment for example our basketball you know what i mean we post a lot of stuff that's in our basketball environment you know what i mean and stuff like that you might have that odd post that kind of reflects on family or stuff like that or whatever i don't put my kids on on my social media at all to be fair you know what i mean that that that's really close to my heart but you know what i mean your your instagram in itself is kind of reflecting what you do the energy you bring out what you're providing um, and so forth and so forth but you, like you said there's people that use it in a different way and and it's these egos and stuff like that so yeah it is a bit of a weird one like you know uh, i i certainly don't necessarily look down on people who use their social media as a sort of ego boost but i want to know that you're able to thrive without that sort of external validation you know what i'm saying because yeah. i know once once it's just not there for you what's next like what are you doing and I, i've seen it like some of these kids i've seen kids with 2000 something followers with no posts on their instagram <laughs> no i'll be honest with you anyone that does follow people that got no posts or not like you suck man. I'm sorry, man. You, you fell out. You fell to the game. You fell to the game. You, know? you, you right. try to drag yourself or, or follow people or, or any sense. You know, I mean, either to promote, encourage, or to benefit uh, a mutual uh, achievement for both people. You know, I mean, but to follow people just so because you want to put a side view of how your leggings look on yourself or, or what kind of designer belt you're wearing today. Yeah, man. Like, is there a vetting process that these lot have for who who they follow, or do they just follow anybody? Well, it'll be. I I I I I think it is. What they get the people that they're really close with, the boys or the girls that they're eternally directly involved with, and then the the odd kind of back chaser or or someone that kind of worshiping them, if you say. You know what I mean? And then after that, it's everything you build for document. <laughs> man <laughs> uh, I, I do f- I fear for these youngsters sometimes but hey he is what he is man it is what it is 
Alright man Yo you brought up some stuff this week that is gonna cause some controversy in here you know I'm, I'm trying to cause controversy you know what like I said in it like you know we can't avoid these you see, you know what? See, what it is is we, we can't avoid these conversations that we feel like is gonna get people heated, it? close to their heart. Just like football, just like football. And you know that, you know what I mean? You're a, a dead Arsenal fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Liverpool fan living in Manchester. You know what I mean? So I'm already riling people up off the back. Yep. You know what I mean? Straight up and down. You know. But so, can I tell you something real quick before you continue? Yeah. You man have been quiet for. 30 years and now you want to pipe yeah. up blood. Bro, ain't nobody hyping. Listen, ain't nobody hyping in it. Shout out to all my Liverpool fans in it. If you're a Liverpool fan, I need to We waited patiently in the pipeline of taking abuse, disrespect. You know what I mean? Every one of these. Okay, wait, hold on. You were taking abuse and disrespect. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't finished So let me let me just break it down for everyone that don't understand it. You know what? Every team has its error. You understand what I'm saying? Every team has an error. We had our error in the 70s and the 80s. You know what I mean? In the 90s, United had their error. Arsenal might have picked an odd trophy here and there. They had their invincible season. City's having their error now. Chelsea had their error. No, no one's here to determine how long the time it's going to be, bro. Why can't you not just be happy for us and let us be our team, bro? You know what I'm saying? It's not like it was a fluke, innit? Look at the record, bro. Listen, we hear you. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, all the disrespect came from one place in particular, bro. <laughs> These United fans had some jokes for you, man. Bro, and it was. It's, bro, bro, why am I now catching smoke? Bro, it's EOP in it, enemies of progress. United don't want to see no one. United, United would have beef against City fans. They don't have anything that's not them in it. They don't want to see anybody proper. But you know how deep the United Liverpool history runs. It was deep, bro. You know what I mean? They overtook us in terms of trophies achieved as a club. So it's that constant battle, bro. They don't want us to shine. But, you know, it is, it is what it is, bro. You've got to take it, innit? You've got to take it. What can you do? No, I, 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 I was back in Liverpool, you know, with all this because I, I don't understand the situation. I generally don't understand the mentality of football fans to begin with because, like, it's just crazy. But to say that, oh, I don't want Liverpool to win because their fans are going to pipe up, that's what they're supposed to do. That's what you've been doing this whole time. Hey, but you let me know differently, Tottenham. I'm just saying that. Ain't it? <laughs> listen, 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 listen. In my lifetime, I think Tottenham have won one thing, you know. Maybe two. Pro- probably. 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 So I don't want to hear the big club chat. You're not eligible for that conversation. Title change, bro. You know what I mean? Like down the biggest stadium in North London. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying that, like, sometimes we just gotta accept what's happening. And that's all I'm trying to say. Big club means your achievements, bro. What Tottenham achieved? Listen, I'm not into that North London rivalry beef. In it, you know what I mean? Like I said, in it, that's something that you guys are gonna have. Oh, but you're around these people, bro. I'm not North London. I'm actually West. Anyway, okay, let's establish that first. I'm a West London guy, but in my era, okay, Red was dominating the stream, bro. <laughs> That's what we need to know, innit? Here's where I fell in love with the situation. John Barnes and them, and you know what I mean? John Barnes being from a, my my background country as well, bro. It's, it's what it is, bro. You know what I mean? It was an easy follow. But anyway, Greg, let's move on to what we really want to talk about, okay? We're trying to decide, or I'm. We're gonna have an argument right now, and it's about DC and Marvel. 
So we're gonna be we DC Comics and Marvel. Hmm. We're, we're talking about DC and Marvel. Who's better? And you know what? We're gonna open it up to questioning, opinions, everything. So you guys, if you got an opinion on this, get at us on the podcast, um, on the pod, on the Twitter, on the Twitter page, uh, which Greg will say because I can't remember it right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the, the podcast Twitter page is at themmandare underscore pod. You can find me uh, at Coach MGM Case, obviously. At Development Case, yeah. So we want to hear your opinion on this. So I'm asking you, Greg, my friend, my, my confidant, okay? Who's better, bro? Before I answer, do you even know what you're doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing, bro. <laughs> I, I don't think you actually know who you're about to throw out. It's just going to be all over you for this I'm ready, like I said, it? from the days from episode one, we wouldn't be saying smoke is on the agenda, bro. Alright, so I was a comic book reading kid. So it was to be a situation where mom would take us into town on the weekends when she was doing her shopping or getting her head on or whatever. And you can imagine, it's long having kids underneath you all day when you're doing that. And it's also long for the kids getting dragged about all over the place. So what she would do is she would take us to this library packed with comics, but every comic you could imagine. Right. I, used to, I, I got into all kinds of things. Um, I read a lot of the DC comics. I read a lot of the Marvel comics. I was reading Asterix and their man there, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. But in terms of just reading the comics, I actually got more into DC than I did Marvel and as a kid it's easy to understand why DC superheroes are outlandish fam you know what I'm saying like Superman come on they literally invented kryptonite because they realized he's too strong alright see this is where my problem is with the Superman thing you see people like Superman we're talking about Superman being strong on planet Earth isn't it you know what I'm saying yeah because Krypton he's just a, he's just a regular dude bro there's no exception. Well, That's saying, what I'm saying. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hang up. Stand up. Yeah, so, yeah. He's just a regular dude, bro. You get what I'm saying? If you're talking about strip or, or people that exceed in other planets, bro, you know what I mean? You're talking about, bro, who can, like, like, who can I put? How can I even say this? I got and I didn't even say Thor, bro. And he's not even my number one guy, but Thor, even a credible host, bro. You put these guys on other planets, they're doing bits, innit? Thor's Superman a god, bro. Superman ain't doing bits on Krypton, bro. <laughs> Thor's literally a god. Right. It is what it is. We're saying who's better, innit? I'm telling you right now, yeah, these guys are doing bits on other planets, innit? Superman ain't doing bits on Krypton, bro. Um, Krypton don't exist no more, bro. That's right. the whole thing. So that's, that's, yeah. Alright, so that's his handicap, innit? Like, it don't exist no more, but we know if it's there. You do this. Yes, Superman strong, quick as shit. You get what I'm saying? And this is what we have the feeling to understand, isn't it? His strength is meant to be of a thousand guns, bro. Yeah, a thousand man, bro. So you're telling me there's no limit on that strength, bro? This shit is not fair, bro. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how many people that is? Strength <laughs> <laughs> of a thousand man, bro. It's long. It's already long. A thousand man, bro. That's limited, bro. Just so, how could you're strong for a thousand? Originally, here's the thing as well. Originally, here's how strong he is. Superman's flight wasn't flight. The man was jumping. That's it. Yeah, do you understand? Alright, so yeah, so he, he's jump. I don't know what it's so, along the years and along the way. Obviously, they kind of formatted it to say man flies faster than the speed of bullet. You get what I'm saying? Strength of a thousand man. More powerful than a locomotive. 
But look at the comparison. I don't come over, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but saying that, you know, it's not just these mad superheroes because, okay, is, is Batman technically a superhero? Right. Batman is a... He's a I'm not calling him a superhero. You know I call Batman? Batman is an awesome vigilante, man. 1,000%, man. This guy is deep. And I feel like if Justice League set up, he's underrated 1,000% because he's a human. But this guy what, they, what they did, by the way, in this stupid Batman versus Superman movie, they, oh, Lord Jesus. Like, Superman could have done that dance in two seconds, you know? Easy could have done that dance. Now we know that. We know that he could have done that dance easy in two seconds and stuff like that. But if you go with the comics and stuff, Batman's always been that guy who has a contingency for every person that he works with. You get what I'm saying? What's wrong with Metropolis and Gotham? It's enough villains over there, you know. Well, so, but we're talking about our guys. I mean, look, you know that we know that both of the uh, both universes. Um, the, the, the characters are they're quite similar, isn't it? So Batman and Hayman, um Flash and Quicksilver, uh, Vision and uh, Martian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of similarities there. Yeah. Like, like for me, in the DC universe, I don't even think Superman's the baddest guy that they made. Nah, it, bro, there's, bro, there, you know, there's, there's, there's more. And you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I thought to my uncle. My uncle's been doing this comic thing. For a long time, and I used to out some means that I weren't even really too familiar with, bro. And I'm not gonna go into it because obviously that's gonna go nerd zone, you know what I mean? Where we're just gonna get hit bro, up this is where we're at, bro. This is where we're at. It is nerd zone. <laughs> we've already spoken about, you know, the, the Superman ridiculousness, turned to a thousand men, more powerful than a locomotive. Bro, you know, Watchmen is a DC thing. I know Watchmen's a DC team, but who's that? I can't remember that guy, the, the big blue guy, bro. He's, he's like top saying, Dr. Manhattan. He's, he's top 10 in <laughs> He might be number one. Nah, he's top 10. He's top 10. He's top 10. I know he's top 10. Number one, I can't remember who that guy is, but he's uh, he's meant to be like a... He's literally meant to be God. Like, himself. Like, literally, he's meant to be God. He can shape shift into many forms. And stuff like that. I can't remember his name, but I was reading about it the other day. Um, so there's some shit. John Osterman is like just in the corner. He's literally what he's capable of. He's one step down from God Himself, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why Superman is the mascot in that when there's this guy. But I guess that Watchmen is a bit of a dark comic still. Um, it's a little bit weird. That was the theme for that was the theme for um DC bro. It's dark. It's the storyline is everything dark as shit, bro. Watchmen particularly, bro. Like I don't think I don't know if you've ever um read Watchmen comics, but bro, like Rawsack, Night Owl, or Night Owl Two rather than there's some sick characters, bro. Alright, let me ask you something. What do you know about Franklin Richards, bro? Franklin Richards. Yeah. Is that Reeves? Um, Reed Richards' son? Yeah. Well, then my name. See that you there, bro? He's like one of the most powerfulest guys out there, bro. Anything he can do to the Bro, listen, he sees into the future. Anything he dreams, he can make a reality, bro. Like, I don't even understand where he got them the next, bro. Like, you know what I mean? From Reed Richards, um, what's the name again? The wife's name? Storm? Storm? Susan Storm. Susan Storm. Bro, this guy's top three. Hands up. Uh, 
okay, he's is he a psychic? Yeah, he's a psychic, I think. Um, a mutant. But then here's the problem I have with that: the X-Men mutants, yeah. <laughs> Not Phoenix and Dark Phoenix, bro. Do you want it? All right, but see, Dark Phoenix is that's a Dark Phoenix is a, a more a, a controllable power, bro. That's like a, that's like you say Schmeagel and Golem, bro. You get what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> That's what you're saying right now, bro. <laughs> bro, that's, no, that's disrespectful. Uh, it's Schmeagol's... He's, he's, he's not there, bro, but he's there. And then Gollum's a sick guy, bro. You get what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. Dark Phoenix is a real thing because the Dark Phoenix Force is a possessing force. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think the better comparison is Venom. Right. No, I'm saying this, isn't it? Like, DC... Right, let's, let's go on our more commercial... Justice League, let's say Justice League, yeah? Justice League, right, so you got, right, you got... Let me see, let me tell you something, if you start talking just the movies, DC is losing in no, the no, first round. No, no, these movies don't mean shit. These movies, these movies don't mean shit. Alright, so you got your Batman, you got Superman, you got Wonder Woman, yeah? And I'm gonna say, yeah, right now, that the film Wonder Woman was a miss... What's the word you call it? The miss, it was a misrepresentation, yeah? Of what she's really about, like, I'm gonna sit there and say that before, yeah? You got Martians, you got Green Arrow. Yeah. I want to hear about this Wonder Woman theory. What? The mission? Bro, alright, so look, we know where she's from, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. We know she's from a women island, etc., and whatever. Okay? Which part, yeah, in growing up, did you ever see Wonder Woman moving like she's moving, bro? So she's an Amazonian, right? Bro, like she's an Amazonian. Strong as shit. Strong as shit. Undeniably strong. Lasso. That's her thing, innit? That's the truth. That's her thing. Bro, where do you see her jumping and like she's flying like Superman, bro? Yeah, that wasn't a thing still. That wasn't a thing, bro. She had an invisible jet. We knew she had an invisible jet thing. Where do you see a man's using machine guns and she's blocking everything? When was she that quick, bro? She's blocking bullets. <laughs> you know as well, it's a misrepresentation, bro. You know what? If anyone wants to disagree, come at me. But you know as well as I do, bro, that wasn't a thing. She was strong. We get that. She had the last of the truth. She had an invisible plane. She done some things, didn't she? She used her little... She could stop the odd, the odd bullet with her thing, hit her with her wristband like that. Like it's almost perfect. They're shooting at the wrist, bro. You get what I'm saying? You gotta hype it up for the movie, bro. You know this. <laughs> you have to hype it up for the movie. I would give Aquaman more credit than I give Wonder Woman right now, B. <laughs> See, it's bad now looking at Aquaman in these movies because growing up looking at Aquaman in the cartoons I grew up watching, bro. Aquaman is actually a bad man now. Right, he's a bad man now. Before, he's just like, what, riding a seahorse, talking to a couple yeah, of dogs. that's the next character, you know, just, yeah, throwing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got man from Game of Thrones for that. Right, so you got man like that who just kind of changed the whole Aquaman character. Not even, no, no yellow head or red head done like Arthur Curry looking like how we saw it in the back of and then on the other side of it, like don't get me wrong, on the other side they kind of tamed down Hulk. Like they went way too far forward, way too quick. But we know Hulk in it. Hulk's a brutal rage in it, like 100%. Very hard to yeah, get. If, if, if people remember properly, um, Bruce Banner, like, was fully out of control as the Hulk oh, no. at first. Exactly. exactly. Like, and when I say fully out of control, destroyed entire cities. Like, you get me? The only person that could come close to taming him is Betty, bro. That's it. Like, yeah. There was, there was no change, bro. If he was, if he was on chip, he was on chip, bro. 
You know what I mean? But oh. you're taking like, the team, man, like he was Grimlock from Transformers. Like, yeah. <laughs> Grimlock, yeah. This guy. You get a Bro, it came to the stage where they messed it up in the movie so bad they had him. Bro, when the final fight scene and all that, bro, like the, when he went back in time, bro, it's like he didn't want to fight, brother. Like, yeah, smash. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Nah, bro, but after you got patterned up by Thanos in Infinity um, War. Alright, and that, and that goes back to what we talked about weeks ago, innit? He felt the pit, he felt the smoke, and he didn't want it, bro. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying, bro. He was like, yo, do I really want to be fighting this guy right now? Because, bro. Ah, and I thought, the only thing I don't like about the MCU, this is literally the only thing I don't like about the Marvel movies, is the way they were released out of chronological order. Like, it, some parts of the story don't necessarily make sense in terms of how it was in the comics because um, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel was 90s. Yeah. You know, obviously Captain America was 40s, 30s and 40s when that happened and stuff like that. So he was like the the, the first Avenger. I think they I think they say that in the first movie he's the first Avenger. Yeah. Um if I'm not mistaken, but everything else then becomes a little bit jumbled. They jump from the 40s, the 30s and 40s to the 2000s with Thor and okay, where the hell? Where was Captain Marvel? They move very quickly, but alright, so what people don't understand is this as well, isn't it? So, with even like uh, Black Widow, yeah? Mm-hmm. They're bringing out that Black Widow movie now, isn't it? But did anybody clock that they did a, a pre movie to her now? But named it under something else? A pre movie? Um, boom, 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 let me think. So, the pre movie wasn't named Black Widow or anything, it was, I think it was Lucy or something like that. And it showed the upbringing, you know what I mean? Her being that Russian spy, going through that little process and all that, becoming who she was, innit? Hmm, maybe, maybe. I'll send you the link, but you'll be like, yeah, you can just look at this and you're like, oh shit, yeah, they kind of set it up before it even actually took off. Like, they set it up. But anyway, bottom line is for me, I'm saying Marvel 100%. I'm it's, saying- it's a weird one, because I think the DC, DC comic universe is a lot better than the movies, and it's much deeper than the big guys like Superman, Batman. Uh, stuff like that because you know like I said a lot of people don't know about Watchmen being a DC Comics thing you or, know what Lucifer. or Lucifer people don't know that Lucifer is a DC comic as well and 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 I don't know I, did people watch this movie when it came out Jonah Hex Jonah Hex Constantine was, like, was it big when Jonah Hex came out I can't remember people like don't 10 know. years ago oh he was yeah but he's been out for a minute Jonah Hex and all that, they've been up for a minute. Yeah. And the suicide oh man, this was a crime. The Suicide Squad movie was just an embarrassment. Suicide Birds of Prey, but they rushed it. They rushed the whole format because Marvel was running away. Worst Joker ever. Worst, bro. The guys that put in work. What anyone has to say, bro, at me if you want. That's the worst Joker ever. There's only ever been two 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 good jokers, I think. Jack Nicholson and, and, good. and what's his name? Uh, Heath, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger's Joker was good. Um, I'll give Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I'll give him that. See, I give that as a pre-Joker because it's, it's kind of his upbringing. It's trying to, it basically tries to say that <laughs> man, Thomas Wayne fucked with my Z, blood. <laughs> Yeah, it's an origin story, and I don't think Joker ever had an origin story before this. Right. Nah, he did. 
So it kind of that Joker, yeah, that Joker. When we're talking about Joker, is actually in movies doing the crime shit fully through the movies. Jack Nicholson, he played up wicked. Yeah, as a kid, I'm not gonna lie, he had me shook, yo. Yeah, I mean, everybody got shook from Jack Nicholson. And then Heath Ledger came with that calm, but that psychotic mentality, bro. It was super sick. Like, super sick. That guy, he was like, he went too far, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was there, bro. <laughs> he, he, fully, he went too far, bro. So, yeah, so those jokers, but you know what I mean? Like I said, didn't it? So they kind of went too fast. With that. I think, like, with that, they just went too far, too quick. They went too fast, too quick. No original story for half of the Justice League. But yet, so you brought the Justice League out, and then you're you're fighting some which is the worst? Which is the worst Marvel movie? Wow, the worst Marvel movie. Ah, God, you got me there. I'm trying to think. Who's the worst? I think for me, I'm going to say it was the second four. Ooh, raw. Is that you? Yeah. I think. The Dark World. I think that was the worst. So I think Iron Man three was just dead. Oh no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Iron Man 3, what was Iron Man 3? That's what Iron Man 3 had yeah, um, the Mandarin. Oh yeah, that one was shit. That was shit. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely awful, bro. That, that was shit. Like, they didn't even do the Mandarin right. Yeah, that was shit. Yeah, that was shit. That was shit. That was it, shit. The, the most frustrating thing is how little, and I know why, obviously, because of the ownership situation with Sony, but how little they've used Spider-Man in the MCU. Spider-Man, it's got no continuity though, isn't it? Because you keep changing the characters, bro. Like, it just keeps switching, keeps switching. Yeah, that that's, that's, that's because, uh, obviously, with the Tobey Maguire's and uh, Andrew Garfield's, they started too eight. late in his yeah. development. But when they came with um, Tom Holland, yeah, right, right. they're young now, so they're, they're kind of starting from the beginning. You can, you can integrate him more into the storyline and watch character development. But... Sony are just being salty with it, man. Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. Spider-Man: Homecoming? That was sick, bro. Then they came with Far From Home, bro. Like people who don't know the Spider-Man character properly, you watch those two movies, you're hooked. You know what I'm really looking forward to? Venom too. Listen, the Venom character is <laughs> mad, bro. And only because I want to see Carnage, bro. This has nothing to do with comics or MC or DC, but a movie like franchise I want to see develop properly, and I've I've not even seen it yet. Is it out? I don't know. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yeah, you know I've seen that. Mm, there'll definitely be a second one, and because there'll, there'll definitely be a second one. You can watch it, watch it when you get a chance. There'll definitely be a second one. I feel like they could have. Jim Carrey was a good Doctor Robotnik, but they could have kind of made him look portray him a little bit more in regard to what he looked like kind of like not what he looked like but the size his stature um, and then obviously most of it was based on planet earth rather than in you know i mean animal city and stuff like that you know what I'm saying? so um, you're, 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 when you see your you're, you're, you're opinion but the way if you look at the beginning you'll see a lot of surprise there but you're like wow they've already set it up for the next one with certain guys and already you'll see at the beginning but i'll leave you to check that out so, so. i used to be hard into sonic back in the day like Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, their man there I was into it big time I need to see that develop yeah, bigger, but yeah I think what, what everyone's got opinion let us know I'm, I'm saying Marvel's winning yeah, yeah uh, in terms of where we are now and the way the franchise has developed it's all about the movies and Marvel's whipping 
ass with that stuff still. Like Marvel are not playing. Like they they really came for the crown as soon as they said we're going into this, into the movies. Perfect platform. Perfect platform. Speaking of whipping ass, bro, yeah. I'm looking at some middle-aged man out here threatening lives, bro. You know what the thing is, though, it's his name. Why does Iron Mike Tyson still want to fight? Yeah, but it's his name, though. Right, so, obviously, we know he's not. I don't know whether he's going to come out and try to do a, a professional situation, but at the moment, he's talking about a charity, a charity bout in it. Um, a charity bout in boxing. But, obviously, everyone's seen these, these videos that are leaking online, and they've seen the video of him packing power, and it's, it's scary shit. What do you think? Two things. Charity or no charity, I'm not climbing in the ring with that man because is he going to remember that this isn't for real? Fuck no. <laughs> He's going for it. My guy's got some form of PTSD, I'm sure of it. You know, when when that bell goes ding, you're going to be like, oh shit, he's coming to get me and he'll fuck you up in that ring, bro. So no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> you know these stupid questions that people do, yo, would you take a hundred grand to take a punch from Mike Tyson? No. No, I'm not. I'm all right. I'm You're right. missing a minimum of two zeros at the end of that. Yeah, I'm alright. I'm alright. 100%. I'm alright with that. Alright, that's number one. Number two. Some guys, I think Mike Tyson falls into this category, right? When it comes to boxing. When they retire, I think it has more to do with not wanting to take damage anymore as opposed to the damage that they can still serve up. Because I think... He can climb into the ring with anyone right now and hurt them, but the trouble is, can he defend himself? No, speed, innit? Well, that happened with all of them, innit? Foreman used to take a, he used to take a lot of punishment before he won fights at his late age, and all these other late, um, these later boxers, they took a lot of punishment before they won one fight. Yeah, but uh, Tyson was very good defensively. Don't get me wrong, like he was one of the harder guys to hit in the heavyweight division. His mm. footwork was impeccable, still is to this day. When you see some of the videos he's done, he was um, he was teaching some guys how to pivot around for body shots and stuff like that. And I was like, Ross, but it's it's those head shots, bro. Like he's not looking to get wigged, and that's, that's probably why most of these guys retire when they do. Because I'm telling you right now, guys like Deontay Wilder who always talk all that shit, they don't want to take that one Mike Tyson punch, bro. Uh, they don't. He, 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 they, they don't. And he and, and I'm saying now, even Tyson is 50, 53 years old. Even him at 53 years old is not stupid enough to walk into one of Dante Wilder's stupid bomb bombs. What is anyone? Chocolate drop bombs. Bomb squad. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't want to hear this guy say nothing, bro. He, he's literally trying to claim he was knocked out by a costume. Shut up. Oh, I love it, man. Um, Tyson, but you know what it is? It's like, so when you get all these boxes online, right? You look at all these boxes online and they're doing these little highlight videos and stuff like that. Um, so you've got your Lennox Lewis or uh, uh, Mayweather or uh, David Hay or whoever you want to call anyway, yeah? But you've got guys, even Lennox Lewis, you've got these guys and they show their fights online. But you see when you see Mike Tyson's fights, bro, like every one of them is like his knockout special, bro. It's scary. It's scary shit, bro. I actually watched his fight against Trevor Burbick the other day. Bro, how you got a guy looking like he's drunk? Bro, tell me. You couldn't get up for the face. I would stand up the legs were like, nah, we're not in this anymore, bro. We're not doing it. <laughs> Twice. Telling you, bro. Telling you. Like, he, he mangled a lot of guys. 
And you know what I'm going to say this and I'm going to play it on a bold statement. Some of the fights that he lost, some of the fights he definitely should never have taken. But like Julius Francis fight, shouldn't have taken that fight. But that was a quick money spinner. Not Julius Francis. Who's that other guy? Um, who's one that beat him? Was it Julius Francis that beat him? Buster Douglas. No, Buster Douglas was a bounce fair. It was not Judas Francis. Who was the one that beat him in five rounds from he was an English guy? Five rounds? Well I know. Yeah. Mm. I can't remember his name. How long though. was the Holyfield fight? Huh? That Mike Tyson. So the, you see, when when lost to Buster Douglas, yeah? Yeah. When Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, he was not there for the fight when he went to Tokyo. He was no. drinking, doing all drugs. Like he was up all night beating. He 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 did he didn't even train. That's what I'm trying to say. So the fact that he Douglas was a bum. And when Douglas hit him with that one lick, yeah, and he was like, oh shit. But he shouldn't have lost. And because of the way he'd been conducting himself, yeah, his corner, they weren't helping him. Can't remember that guy's name. Get to my head, guy. I thought. Yo yo hold on hold on hold on hold on. I'm gonna go back a step because you said that you'd lost connection for a second. I know. Yeah, let me see. Is it better to be on Wi-Fi or four or my 4G? I don't know. Why? How good is the reception? I got full bars, yeah, but Wi-Fi is meant to be more stable, isn't it? You know, I'm gonna go back. Um, to when I was talking about Buster Douglas. See, the thing about the Buster Douglas fight, yeah, is that he was not prepared to fight when he went to Tokyo. He was there as a party animal, drinking drugs, women, and he was just like he was disrespecting his corner people and stuff like that. So when it came to the fight, when they're actually in the ring, they weren't giving him anything. Yeah. So that's literally him losing to himself. Don't get me wrong, but Buster Douglas licked him down, bro. That punch was something else. But proper Mike Tyson wouldn't have been caught by that punch in the first place. There you go. Danny Williams, bro. Danny Williams from London, bro. From, from the UK, beating him four rounds. Oh, bro. Bro, that man was old, old by the time he fought yeah, him. Yeah, he was drugged up as well. He was drugged up as well. You should never take that fight. Right, some of the fights that he took that he oh, fought that he lost, he shouldn't have ever taken. Yeah, that that was he was going broke around that time, so he needed money. Yeah, he would have put five mil for that fight. He put five mil. And this guy, yeah. Mike Tyson, went broke twice, if you remember. He's all right now, though. <laughs> oh yeah, he's all right. Don King done no, Don King done him dirty, bro. Dirty, <laughs> dirtier than dirty. Fucking hell, this is a guy who had no education. Like you're praying on the weak there, bro. Don King is a slime ball, bro. Yeah, but yeah, um, my my opinion of Tyson coming out of retirement, I feel like obviously his his, his opponent would be handpicked in it, so it wouldn't be a threat to him. Um, in a sense, but I don't know, even exhibition ex- like you said or not. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not worried for Tyson, you know, like you said, because the opponent isn't going to be a banger. I, Mike Tyson will fuck someone up in that ring and it's a charity fight, bro. So one of that, that, that's a power, that's, that's 50, and you know, remember you only moved that hit man and all that stuff there. I challenge anybody out there who's listening, especially if you think you're bad. Are you climbing into a ring with Mike Tyson, even if it's a charity fight? Let's say four rounds. Are you taking the risk that this man won't have PTSD and flashback to the 90s when he was that guy? It takes one bad hit on him, you know, and that's what happened. Like, you hit him bad where he doesn't like it, then it changes the element of the fight completely. And that's what people don't understand, isn't it? Like, I could be equally like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. You win it, man. You're not expected to be winded. Oh, shit. That's it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't. That that's not the part you want to be there for, bro. Mike Tyson, and the thing about Mike Tyson that people don't realize what was dangerous about him is the body shots, bro. This guy used to hit your kidneys. Rip you down and that man blowing up. And I was talking about the other day, like, you know, that when you see it, when you see a man get winded and he can't talk, like, oh, oh, oh. nah, body shots, nah, <laughs> nah. I can't talk <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not, I'm not looking to see Mike Tyson become a show pony like Mayweather did the whole thing with the kickboxing you. Um, I don't want to see Mike Tyson do that, bro. Yeah, yeah, this man. is one man that you, you, you were afraid of someone you knew you were never going to meet, bro. Imagine, the whole world was afraid of Mike Tyson at one point. Dangerous, man. That, just walking, him walking to the ring was an intimidation for most. I remember a joke um, Jamie Foxx had, he said, if Mike Tyson, when Mike Tyson walks into a room, it's like, imagine a pit bull with no leash. Yeah. What yeah, was exactly. reaction like, yo, 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 whose dog is that fam? Yo, yo, fam! <laughs> yeah, man, the guy is scary, man. So, nah, I, I'll give that a miss 100%. Uh, whoever, whoever's going into the ring with him, I salute you. I'll pray uh, for you, bro. And be safe, man. <laughs> be safe. Ain't no be safe. There's nowhere to hide. Remember what you used to fight like? He was a stalker, bro. He walks you down. He was a hundred man back into the corner. He was safe, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah, bro. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> I can watch horror movies anytime, bro. <laughs> <laughs> me. But yo, hey, look, man. Coronavirus is killing stuff for a lot of people right now. I'm telling you, you know what, before we, before we um, go into our next topic, yeah, I read something online quickly, and I'm going to say it, yeah, and I didn't realize it until I thought it happened. This is why Donald Trump said, dick, bro. Okay? So you know that the, vent- you know the ventilator? Yeah. They did that need a ventilator. Some guy with like 300 followers said, yeah, I've got ventilators, stuff like that, everything you need. And Donald Trump tweeted him back, saying, yeah, we need stuff, da 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 do you know this guy got a contract and got paid 69 million and never got they never got no ventilator? Oh, so what's happening with that? I can't I didn't get to read out the full story, but when I heard that, I was like, are you serious? This guy's just no vetting, you know. The guy said he's got the thing, they set up a contract, they paid him 69 mil, crashed out the deal, got 69 mil, and Trump got no ventilator. Yo, bro, I don't know if you really want to be fucking with the US government like that, bro. You feel like it, it was, was not well thought through, cause it wasn't. But the fact that they kind of called out and showed how stupid the president was, bro. But we've been you this, bro. We've been you. This is what he, said. he, you know, he's so desperate to look like he's a deal maker that he'll put himself in that situation. And this whole coronavirus thing is his worst nightmare because it's really killing the economy. It's killing the economy, and that's been his ego for the past however long to say, uh. We've got the best economy, you know, fuck off. No, you don't, though. Here's the thing, you don't. China's economy has been murking the US economy for years. Um, but, yo, yeah. if I'm Elon Musk, yeah, I'm on suicide watch. I'm concerned for him. I, I'm, I'm actually, no, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real. I'm, I'm, I'm really concerned for him right now because, you know, it's shocking to see what he said and what he's actually doing and... I don't think he's in the right frame of mind for right now. He's a quirky guy at the best of times. He's a very quirky guy, but um, I think the current situation with everything that's going on, everyone's kind of dealing with it in their own way, and it's 
obviously it's mentally trying in it it's very mentally trying in the best of circumstances and i know that people like to think that if you've got money you don't have normal problems that other people like you know mental health and stuff like that this guy is not mentally okay i don't think no i don't think so either because like you bro i need you to get into these figures because raz clubs all right so for those who don't understand what we're talking about elon musk owner of tesla tesla cars yeah and basically he's been putting out so many random tweets he's literally cost his company and himself a combination of 14 billion it's up to 16 now you know 16 million <laughs> that's billion with a b so his whole his the company itself the car makers they i think they've lost about 12 or 12 and a half and him himself personally lost about three and a half billion himself and all of that and this is because he's he put up well one of the most concerning tweets was the fact that he put up saying tesla stock price is too high so i don't i don't necessarily understand how the stock market works but one of the biggest things is investor confidence that's what they speak about a lot right yeah when your company's ceo is looking shaky like this i'm pretty sure your investor confidence is low yeah right but it's strange because he's kind of always been like this in a way yeah but it's it's really looking shaky right now in terms of that he he almost doesn't want to be in business pretty much it, it, it does seem that to me as i was reading a lot of the stuff i was trying to get as much information as possible but it looks like he's trying to find a way out and he might just uh, uh just, just live kind of live free um I, I, like some of the other tweets that he was putting out um which he was saying is uh breaking about briefly saying breaking people's freedom and there's a breach of constitutional rights and it's calling the government fascist He's saying he will sell his home and his possessions. You know what I mean? And he's got, uh, he said something like rage against the, the dying of a, a light of consciousness. Oh, this guy's going nuts. He's absolutely going nuts. Like, yeah. And my, my thing about him is, you know, just paying attention to his health and his mind state. I don't feel sorry for him as far as the money is concerned because don't nobody need that kind of money. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. No one needs that kind of money. A lot of money, man. Yeah, I know, but he'll be all right. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, he'll be all right. You know, so I'm not concerned about the financial losses because he still has a bag of peas. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way he's looking like, you know, he's very unstable mentally. He's, he's displaying a lot of tendencies of someone that's kind of detached from reality. He's been creating so much crazy. Like you said, he's been creating so much crazy stuff. I think the last thing that you've been creating is about Minecraft. You've been talking about Minecraft every week. The last couple of tweets that you're posting up. But like you said, we don't like, we don't really care about the money situation in the first set, per se, but obviously his stock price is a tank. I think last time I checked it was about 10.5%. Um, but then they're saying that um, by, by tanking, it kind of triggers a uh, bonus payout for himself. See what I mean? I don't, I, I, I don't fear for people's monies because look at, at a time like this, how is Jeff Bezos getting richer? <laughs> Deep this, yeah. I don't think you understand the levels we're talking about. Uh, I don't know how true this is, but if it is, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Check it out. I read that if someone had made one hundred and eighty thousand dollars every day, yeah. 
from the birth of Christ until now, you still don't have as much money as Jeff Bezos. Bro, can you deep it? 180 grand every day like clockwork in your bank account from the birth of Christ until now and you still don't have this man's money. Bro, look at this. How much did he give his wife in the divorce? We don't even want to talk about that, bro. That hurt my feelings. He just became rich, like, off the back. There's a clean rich. You know what? One day I want to have a discussion about that whole topic there. You know, divorce settlements and stuff like that. Because this industry, and it is an industry, is sick. Can I just say it, please? Can I just say it? Go on. They paid a $46.3 billion. Am I addicted in life, bluff? <laughs> oh my god, he just, he just departed with the money like, it's cool, take the dude. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know when we like, you know when we say like shit, like when someone wins a lottery, why hasn't that happened to me? Why the fuck can I not buy someone? That's a question, right? Like, 47 billion. If I was to ask someone right now, right this second, hey, bruv, can you come to 47 billion for me right quick? You know how long that would take them? Oh, oh wow, bro. That's probably us driving to Manchester, not London. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyway, we, we'll, we'll get on that topic definitely at one stage. Um, with all that stuff here, but that is ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's actually mad. It's mad. Like, just because. And I, ha- I hate the term accustomed to a way of living. Bro, life changes, isn't it? Yeah. Life changes, I'm sorry. That's just how it is. But that's that's not the point. Um, Elon Musk, look, the point is, don't think that people with money are immune from the things that we deal with every day, number one. Number two, there might be someone going through some shit that you're not noticing, especially now with all this coronavirus shit. People go underground. Trust me, I know this. They won't chat. And even when they're chatting, they'll put on a face. Just talk to your friends, innit? Make sure they're good. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. Probably, his friend's probably about a 20-minute walk from his house. His neighbour. His direct next to his about 20-minute walk from his house. But still, you know? <laughs> Bruv, these times you have to get a passport to go to my man's front door. That's what I'm saying. But, like you said, innit? Like, um, friends, sanity and everything else like that. That's important. You know what I mean? That's important. You know? Yeah, man. And I came across some, I, I don't know the proper way to approach this topic. Uh, I saw it online when I was just surfing and um, it's been happening for a while, but it really came to a head this week. Um, so the USA women's national football team, yeah? Yeah. They've been having a legal battle with um, US soccer, soccer for years about payments and how how much they're paid versus their male counterparts and this week in court the case was dismissed as in they didn't even hear the case uh because they said it was a weak case and i i got some things to say about that you know so start with it i mean i i, I kind of caught up on the whole case and stuff like that at the... so the united states when it comes to this particular sport is a unique situation to most of the rest of the world um yes the women and men play football where the men have made a few world cups and stuff like that but this is one of the most played sports below a certain age in the states even more than football american football more than basketball more than baseball 
I can't remember what that age is, but it's the most played sport below a certain age, right? And then there's a drop-off, especially in the men's. But the women's soccer national team, I'll call it soccer just to avoid the, the mistake uh, and confusion between soccer and American football. The women's soccer team is significantly, significantly more successful than the men's, right? In basketball, the women are mad successful as a national team, but so are the men. So, you know, it's not like one is miles ahead of the other in terms of their relative competitiveness. But it's just not even close. I don't think the men have ever won a damn thing. Maybe one uh, CONCACAF Gold Cup, which is like, you know, <laughs> League One. That's like League One, bro, I swear. But the women, multiple World Cups, multiple Olympics, you know, they... When they lose, it's news. Yeah. Right? And furthermore, they play in front of packed stadiums all the time. Yeah. Packed stadiums. So, the traditional argument that you get in some of these sports against playing paying women is that they don't generate revenue. Well, that's just not true in this situation. The only place where the men have them beat in generating revenue is from World Cup appearances where, for some reason, FIFA still pay... Um, federations more for appearances in men's World Cup than they do women's. Again, the women's World Cups packed stadiums. Mm. Packed. So when you go to the World Cup stage, the stadiums are packed. So what what is it that is causing US soccer not to pay these women a, a normal salary by comparison to their male counterparts? I don't understand. I think Greg, in this situation, I don't know what it is. Um, I'm not saying that it's fair. It's, it's, it's marketing, isn't it? It's marketing in itself. And we know with, with male sports, and even in soccer in uh, the States as well as anything else, um, the male sports is, is where the business or the revenue that, um, and with women's um, soccer and stuff like that, it, it's, not, it's not highly invested. And in the World Cups and stuff like that, the reason why they were saying, I believe the reason why they were saying it was it's not sufficient to pay them as much is because they can't pay up more than they put in. But remember, in the World Cup, the caliber of teams um, in the 24, the 2014 World Cup, they're quite poor. You've got five teams on hand that you can say deserve to be their more complete, or five, six teams, and the rest of them are at a very low level. I.e., USA from Thailand and gave them a 13 mil or something like that. Mm-hmm. 13 mil and stuff like that. So the situation is, is that even though as much as and they did say that I believe they said that the women's fire was the height, the most viewed um, game in American history in terms of sport and stuff like that. Even though the interest is channeled to that game per se, the revenue that comes in from the tournament itself um, isn't sufficed enough um, to kind of invest or pay out more. You know what I mean? Pay out more for their team. Basically, they can't pay out more than they put in. That's what they're trying to do. But here's the thing: when it comes to um, game revenue, as in stuff just from the sport, mm. even looking at the Premier League, there's no club that would survive on just that. It's your commercial, right? Yeah. U.S. soccer's commercial arm doesn't exist without the women, because the men suck. Oh, and you're right. You're right. So where is their cut from that? Because it is the term they use in American sports is revenue sharing, collective bargaining. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know what slick language they used in the contract, but if it's just football earnings, yes, the men get that, women get that, fine. When it comes to the commercial, 
the men almost shouldn't get paid at all. Mm. It's, it's the platform over again at night. So, for example, uh, football in itself, even from like for us or soccer in itself, even into the UK, the men's built a platform from so long all the way, kind of be in a situation where they deserve to get that salary of that nature. With women's football or women's soccer, obviously it's relatively new on that that professional level. Even though it's the thing that's in the moment right now, it's kind of they're basically trying to turn around and say you've got to wait your turn, wait not wait your time. Which is not fair, you know. I mean, which is not fair. Um, it should be an equal world in terms of sport, especially in soccer and any other sport. But it's because the investment is so high on the men's side and the women's side is playing catch up. But they've done well in terms of like in the US with the World Cup and stuff like that. But it's, it's you know it's, it's, it's the people that beyond us, you, you and everybody on the top, on the ground floor. You know, I mean, these guys make the, the money to say we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and and obviously the people on the ground floor, are the, the soccer teams, the ones that miss out. Yeah, and it, it raises the larger issue of how women's sports in general struggles to raise revenue, especially directly from the sport, like spectatorship and stuff like that and i have a theory and i'll need to do proper research into it before i can say solidly this is the reason but this is what i think about why some women's sports don't do so successfully in terms of revenue and it's it's actually quite simple when you think of it um it's female spectators yeah it seems funny that you're speaking about women's sport not having women spectators but think about it this way any sport you can think especially team sports that does well commercially yeah. has female spectatorship football yeah. american football in the states baseball basketball mm. all these come with female spectators right yeah why is it so hard now to sell women's sport to women I... here in the uk the women's soccer league um you, you know struggles for women's spectator i've heard i've heard personally women say no nah, i'm not watching that still that's that's dead no they do and and they use it more of an entity to kind of like oh day out but a lot of the tickets are given away for free and stuff like that women's soccer teams and stuff like that unless it's at Wembley stadium you know what i mean the revenue or, or the intake of, of, of games having uh or any professional teams that the attendance is normally very low very very low it's just something to do on the weekend like, I've, I've been to certain basketball events right like you have been like stuff like bbl finals and stuff mm. and there are female spectators there that i know personally watching the bbl finals and stuff like that this is before the advent of the actual wbbl finals being together with the bbl and stuff like that but i knowing people that will go to the bbl finals that wouldn't go to the women's finals these yeah. are women I'm talking about. Yeah. What is happening? You know, and and it's, 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 to me, to me, saying it's a circle. It's a, it's a vicious circle because, um, in, in general, in the sport itself, you have people that say that uh, there's no support network when it comes to to women in the sport, but yet still, on the ground level, like you say, you got girls that not investing in watching their own gender final are part of that problem yeah and they play michael they play the sport and they're part of that problem um so you can't have it both ways you can't sit here and say yeah there's not enough happening but you're on the ground level trying if you want that to happen and you're on the ground level and your own sports in a situation and you're not supporting that cause 
how can you go out and expect anybody else to follow in line? It, it, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Um, I think it's unfortunate. I feel like if you kind of treat it equally, if we can get to the stage where we're saying, look, we're going to make it through, we're going to kind of push women's sport through the door, you might have more participants, more revenue. You know, I mean, people might get paid a little bit. I think even here, the, the girls in the league, they probably get paid, what, annually about 24k maximum, 25k maximum. In what league? In Premier League football for women. Yeah, I, I don't it. know, but I know yeah. that for facts, yeah. right? Think about this: WNBA, their maximum maximum salary, yeah, yeah, is about five times lower than the minimum salary in the NBA. Yeah, it's pretty low. Think about that: their max, the highest earning WNBA player doesn't get 20% of the lowest played NBA player in terms of annual salary. Yeah, it's that bad that your best women's players will leave, you know, finish a WNBA season and head straight to Europe to play in the Euroleague Women or Euro Cup, whatever, in these European leagues. Yeah. And the money is that much better in Europe for them that in 2015, um, Berg paid Diana Taurasi to sit out the WNBA season so that she's fit and healthy and rested for their season. They could have, they could do that. Yeah. That's how li- how little money in the WNBA is. Really small. I just checked out that uh, the women's football is twenty six k a year. A year, bro. Like these men are getting that in a week. Dead ballers as well getting that in a week. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. I mean, they had that they had that investment from Barclays. I think they put a bit of money into it to make the salary a little bit better, but they're still nowhere like you said. They're basically getting paid uh, <clears throat> the same salary as players that just end the league on a third, second year basis. Yeah, and I need, I, I really need um, some female listeners to get at me about this one. I need, I need answers from particularly women. What is it about women's sport that doesn't appeal to you? And I don't want to hear this answer about it's not as good because you're talking shit, right? I watch men's sport, I watch women's sport, I watch junior sport, I watch amateur sport, I watch everything. I don't care, right? And when I watch, for example, let's just keep it women's basketball. All I know is that I remove the expectation of seeing dunks, right? That's it. Yeah. All right. I know enough that even if someone's out there dunking all the time that don't make them a good player Absolutely. yeah so when when i'm seeing some of the wbbl games that i've seen especially when it comes to like cup finals trophy finals playoff finals some these games more often than not are better than the men's final that comes after i agree with that i agree with that. i've seen some exciting finals some really exciting finals you know this year might might have been the first time in a long time when we get to the bbl trophy that it was more exciting than the women's final because 2019 that wasn't the case 2018 that wasn't the case 2017 that wasn't the case the women's finals were much better games they were talking about straight because they're not playing above the rim they're having to be much more technically gifted yeah you know what i'm saying so i i need a proper answer as to why women struggle to watch women's sport I'm telling you right now, I'm, I, I need, I do need to do the research on this, but I, I, I just have a feeling that no sports thrives commercially without female spectators. Oh. Even look at wrestling, bro. Go to a, a, a wrestling event; it's women all over the place, bro. Yeah, primal instinct for kicking it is what they want to see. 
and stuff like that. And on the other side, it's kind of not that situation, is it? Yeah, so at Coach MGM on Twitter, someone get at me. I need we I need to have a conversation. Listen, we might even bring you on the pod to discuss it, you know, straight up as a topic, you know. I need to understand what's happening here. We need some truth, man. Yeah, and uh, this is a touchy subject that I want to get into. Um, it's one that I literally came across just today. I don't know what's been happening, but I came across it today. Um, Diddy, the rapper, producer, whatever you want to call him, he's hardly a rapper, though, is he? No, he's a music mogul. He's a music mogul. Call him that music mogul, Diddy. He was making comments that quite intriguing and I want to get your thoughts on it Case. he was saying about that he is not automatically going to vote for Joe Biden as a vote against Trump unless and until he sees and understands that there's going to be beneficial policies for black America from Joe Biden you know he's basically saying you have to earn my vote I'm holding my vote hostage just because I hate the Republicans doesn't mean I'm automatically just going to give you my vote as a Democrat. You have to earn it. And it, 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 in that comment that he made sparked a lot of emotion when I saw the responses. So I just want to get, what do you think about what he said there? Um, I mean, yeah, I kind of caught on to it late, like you said, and, and, and obviously I have to do a little bit of work on it and stuff like that. Um, I feel him being who he is, and, and the presence that he has on the, on, the, on the social media platform, he could probably invoke or, well, I say, he could probably uh, get a following to follow his cause in regards of um, holding votes to ransom. Um, but I feel the situation is quite difficult, especially when it's already been made difficult for black people or black voters, if you understand. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to work I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to work how, how he's going to do it and Joe Biden he's pretty much coming up with the same things as Bernie Sanders in terms not of what he really you know so here's my it, it took a bit of processing for me to really take in what he was saying and think about it really um, as far as the repercussions of what, what Diddy is really you know telling people and when I was reading the replies, the thing I saw the most is, no, we need to get Trump out of office, we need to get Trump out of office. Um, I don't know about all of that because I'm feeling like this is how we got to the Donald Trump stage in the first place. Stay with me on this one. Getting Donald Trump into office was about people voting against what they hated as opposed to they like Donald Trump, right? All these middle of Midwestern Americans, rural Americans, hating immigration hating the government hating that they thought trump would have been the recipe right not that they particularly like trump but because he was not that that they hated they chose him right he's the anti-hillary clinton all that kind of mad shit right mm-hmm. same here anti eu hating europeans hating this hating that made you forget that you love the nhs for example so you vote for the people that are going to kill the NHS because you care more about them getting you out of the EU you see what I'm saying Yeah. so if it's always the case that you're voting in fear or based on fear or hatred of the Republicans and conservatives and stuff like that that's when 
you're basically being held hostage by the Democrats. All yeah. they have to do every four years is present you with this boogeyman. Yeah. The Republicans are going to do this, they're going to do that. So now you have to vote for them because you're afraid of what they're going to do to you. Yeah. If you if the, if the Republicans come into power. What Diddy is saying is, well, we're already messed up as it is. So no, you're not just going to do that to me every four years. You're going to tell me what you're actually going to do for me. Not have me running from what they're already doing like i said they're already doing it now so where that's where we're at yeah i need to see that you're going to improve these things for us show me how you're going to do that or you've not got my vote by default that's what he's asking of people you know what i'm saying and you need to understand joe biden has played a big part in what is wrong with black america today he was the author of the 94 crime bill which really exacerbated mass incarceration in the United States. He wrote the bill. You know, Bernie Sanders was one of the people that voted for it when it came to the House and stuff like that and Senate. Joe Biden wrote it. He's trying to do a U-turn on that now, is he not? Well, what's the U-turn? I can't remember. I was looking at his, um, the 18 points that he was trying to make in regards to what he expected to implement change. And I think one of them did say something about I'll have to check it out just to make sure but I'm pretty sure one of them came up about that bill and stuff like that but um, yeah like you said I 100% agree with what you're saying in regards to that thing. I just feel like the system the way the system is um, it's very hard to pass off these things as it's as definitely going to happen you know it's, it's, it's not as easy as me and you might think you would want it to be um, and you know like in, in the past in terms of voting and situations and stuff like that it's all you've been uh, there's been so much happening in, in, in terms of uh, um, making the votes count. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like I said, I I understand Diddy's point. I just don't understand. I don't see or I don't know how he's going to to, to kind of take control of or um, control everybody in a sense where they kind of hold their votes for once and um, when it's already hard as it is. So people are going to be in two minds in regards to well. If I don't vote, then I don't have a check or whatever, or my, my livelihood's at risk and stuff like that. And, and you know, Diddy's in a different category to everybody else when it comes to that. Of course, and I think he's he's aware of that in terms of his different, obviously, financial standing to other people. But what he's really saying is, don't don't be fooled into thinking that it's as simple as Trump, no Trump. No, it's not that simple because. No. Even if it's, it is a two-party system in the United States, generally, you know, there's the Green Party and stuff like that, but no one pays them any mind. But that, those aren't your only choices, because you know what else you can do in the States when it comes to elections? You can write in candidates. You can write in candidates. You can literally go to a voting booth, and I can walk into the voting booth right now and write Michael Case. That's my vote, if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's saying, don't just say oh joe biden is the democratic candidate i'm voting for him well the question he's asking is okay the democrats have had our votes for all this time what have they actually done for for the black community to improve our lives to improve things for us to get us out of this you know centuries long struggle that they've been in you know and if it's the case that they always know that they've got our vote why would they change anything there's no reason for them to change anything but if you put the pressure back on them and say, look, 
our vote is not just there for you every time there's an election you've got to work for it now you've got to show us something yeah that's the pressure he wants to put on them that's what he's saying because what he's saying is it's not just joe biden or trump no if i can turn go to that voting booth and still write bernie sanders if you want to as a voting block if black people in america as a voting block went down that road they can make a significant dent you know and potentially potentially wake somebody up and say look you rejected him as a party that's what we wanted we wanted him because of his policies etc etc we don't yeah. just want the branding of democrat versus republican we want meaningful impactful policies where they are no and, and you're right and, and you, you're <laughs> no you're absolutely right in that sense like you said in it and if he can wake people up in that sense to look at things and carefully um what they're gonna vote for and stuff like that then maybe it, it, it might be the type of the, the, the turn of the tide that makes people or, or the democratic or republican people that want to go into office kind of take people a lot more seriously and deliver what they're talking about yeah i really wish people could see like you know the nature of the replies to this whole thing and it's all fear it's all fear is let me read one um one of these replies i'm looking at right now saying this is dumb as hell our nation is collapsing we're down to one choice then someone makes some dumb shit like this it's ignorant doesn't help anything or anyone see like again this is someone responding out of their fear of another four years of trump so they're just giving up their vote yeah this is what the democratic party has relied on for the longest time think about it every time there's an election what do you hear the evil republicans evil republicans and you know what they are we know this this is what they've been what are you doing about it for those people you know what i'm saying yeah so again voting isn't just stop trump it's let's get the democrats in because they're doing this for us not just let's get rid of trump because you know what who told you that the the democrat policies are any different to what the republicans are saying because every time i look even here labor versus conservative some of the policies actually match they do match yeah. a lot of the policies match but there's obviously headline grabbers here and there okay, yeah. so now it really has to come down to the question of what is it that you're changing it's just about change improving people's lives improving national situations you know I really don't understand why they spend so much money on defense. Like they spend the most of every country that the next five countries combined don't add up. That's money that can be used to get a proper national health service in the States. Because look now, you're having nurses and doctors being furloughed in the United States because they're private employees. Yeah, my mom was talking to me about this earlier in the week. It's mad. Nurses and doctors being furloughed. Like, man could never. Okay. Yeah? So, if you're not talking to me about improving that kind of situation, you're not really doing much. These parties are very much the same, except when it comes to one or two things. So, again, if I was in that situation, I think I'd be right there with Diddy. Show me something. You're not, you're not, you're not getting this here vote for free. Show me something. You don't just go to, you don't just go to Burger King because they're not McDonald's. You, yeah. know, you look at that menu, you see what do they have? What what are you offering me? What are you selling me? You don't like it? Fine, I'm going somewhere else. Hopefully, if Russell gets a core and obviously people kind of look at things from a different aspect. Um, there is going to be some form of risk in taking it, but obviously, if, if what you want to see is the greater good, um, and if his message gets across, we'll see who wins. We'll see who wins. Yeah, man, and 
you know we went through this exact same thing here some people were convinced that they didn't like uh, Jeremy Corbyn's personality and they didn't like Jeremy Corbyn well, I told you that I'm not super <laughs> right okay so you don't like Jeremy Corbyn and his personality or whatever so the only option there is to pick something that is really really against everything that you say you stand for yeah. that the man you're voting against does stand for but because you don't like him you know you're gonna vote for the other guy see what i mean when you start voting according to what you don't like as opposed to what you want this is what happens you know it's do you ever hear a football fan saying hmm i don't like liverpool so i'm gonna support everton well why did my team <laughs> no but no i hear what you're saying totally i understand what you're saying no no you're right you're absolutely right you're absolutely right yeah, it is. Uh, I, I do. I really do expect more from people when it comes to stuff like this, and I need people to really start thinking a lot more, demanding a lot more for yourselves when it comes to this kind of thing. And then, like, just watch what happens. Watch. You put the pressure on these lot, and they've got no choice but to act. But if you, you know, stay with the status quo, yeah. nothing's going to change because nothing has to change. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know by now. These are topics that are passionately close to good party. Right? So, you know what I mean? You've got to come up with something good before you challenge I'm willing to go back and forth with anyone, but don't come with your feelings, bro. Come with facts. You know, I, I already know there's going to be one or two people say, oh, no, Trump's a dickhead. He's got to go. Listen, the man's a dickhead. We know. We've been knew this. What's the antidote? The antidote isn't simply to get rid of him because you're going to put another prick in office, potentially. You know what I'm saying? You know, anymore, you're saying you need a different, like you need it to be different as well. I absolutely do. You know, I mean, well, it has to be as thick as the words, but it has to be as thick as the book. You know what I mean? So, um, let's speak. Let us speak. Yeah, man. As usual, you know where to find us. That's at themmandate underscore pod on Twitter for the podcast. Myself personally, at CoachMGM. Myself personally, at Development Case, man. You know, so that right there was my Sunday smoke for this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's no competing. Like, I can't even compete with it when it comes to that stuff there. So, you know what I mean? There's no point in going against it. But, like I said, the fact is that it's straightforward, absolutely true. And, you know, if we want to do better, we've got to come together and be better. Bro, you know what? Four more years of this shit, you know? Oh, I was just thinking about it. we got four more years of these, man. <laughs> we fucked up. It gets like that, man. It gets like that. We really fucked up. It gets like that, but you know what I mean. There's nothing we can do with the ride the storm, ride the storm. Um, any other business today? Any shoutouts today? I got one shoutout today. Um, Let's go. So I've got one of my guys in London. He's been uh, basically, you know, he's made a major transition. So when I first met him, obviously he used to be a bit DJ and music stuff. But one of my cousins. Now he's gone out on his own and he's doing. Uh, he's a chef and he's doing a brilliant one at that. And he's been doing his, his stuff in London for a long time. Um, I used to go to a few of his pop-up kitchens that used to pop up around London. Um, and the food is absolutely fantastic. Um, obviously, in our current state, uh, um, state of events, um, it's, very, it's quite impossible to check him out. But if you guys can check him out on Instagram at the moment, that's Papa Kitchen. Papa L's Kitchen. In the Instagram address is Papa underscore is underscore kitchen. Um, he does amazing African. Stop right there! Stop right there! Stop right there! Stop right there! 
on. You just did some fake news just now, bro. It's Papa underscore L's kitchen. L-S. Uh, why are you trying to call me out, bro? Because <laughs> people uh, are going to be searching the wrong thing, you know. By mistake, Papa underscore L-S underscore kitchen. Um, he does amazing African fusion cuisine. Um, I've been, honestly, I've been to a couple of his spots and the food is absolutely banging. So all those who are in London or who visit London, um, check out his website, see where he's popping up. He normally pops up in different restaurants and does his thing. Um, but the food is absolutely yo. Like, I swear, like, I, I think I must have went one time, I must have went about four in a row. And he done a taste of course, which is 10, 10 courses for 50 pounds. Ooh, absolutely amazing, man. Check it out, definitely, man. You Londoners got it good, you know. <laughs> not saying that it can't happen in North as well. You can get it in the North. It's just you have to. You know, I mean, you have to just be willing to achieve. Come on, man! You got a trap kitchen. Nah, bro. Do not invoke <laughs> them names there. What is the matter with you, man? No, I heard that they're good, though. I've never been there. I just heard that they're doing the same thing. I just refuse to patronize something called trap kitchen. I've never been a sort of say with no traps, bro. The scary title, but you know, some people they they they, they, they love it, and you know, you know, it, it, it's it's going to attract this crowd. It's going to attract this crowd. You know, I'm not going to lie. Um, unless something really catches my eye, I'm a creature of habit. Like, I go to the same joints, get the same thing every time. Like, I like what I like. You know what I'm saying? So, obviously, Delio's caught my eye, so I'm I'm trying to get that. Yeah, but you know, yeah. other than that, if if you're if you're just regular next business, I mean, I wish you the best, but it might not be for me. I like what I like, you know what I'm saying? Fair enough, that's fair enough, man. Anyone want to get started today? Uh, today I've not got anything, man, but yo, make sure you check the man out, Papa L's Kitchen. I'm hoping, you know, he's he's going to be expanding one day once he wants to come out of this lockdown situation so I can maybe check it out because, you know me, London is long for, man. Okay, you know what? I might even I, I might give him a word and tell him you know what you might not like him. He's a Tottenham fan, bro. <laughs> Listen, Stern is a Tottenham fan, but you know, as long as he's with Stern is a special kind of love, man. Stern has got a special kind of love. You can see past it. But anyway, yeah, um, I'll give him a. Hopefully, when this lockdown starts, I'm seeing that there's a, a big demand up here, and hopefully, we can get him up here. And you can kind of explore his face and show his face to people up there as well. Yeah, man. So shout out to them. Hey, case. Yo. We're, we're, we're two months deep, you know. You know what? It's been... We've done really well. I've got... not even clocked it. And by the way, I need to mention this. I forgot to say earlier. Right before I, we posted last week's episode, I realized that we had hit a thousand listens oh, after wow. seven episodes. So... Really? That, that was big, man. Seriously. That big up to everyone that's listening. Appreciate the love, man. That's, that's, that's big news. That's, that's absolutely amazing. I didn't even realize that. That's a big shout, man. Yeah, so obviously, we put out our thoughts on this on this here wax every week. This is this is how we really feel about the things we're talking about. So for you lot to be fucking with us on it, yo, salute to you. Thank you, yes, sir. Thank you, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, man. So we're going to keep putting it out um, every week, on time, every time, 10 a.m. Monday. We're going to be in your phone. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, share, subscribe, every platform you listen to. Wherever you listen to podcasts, trust me, we're there. Absolutely. We're there. Apple, we're there. Spotify, Castbox. What? Listen, find find a random podcast app. I bet you were in there. 
spent money. You know what? I five. Yeah, we're in there. I know you're in there. I know we're in there. You know what I'm saying? So, for the for the for the for the regulars regular listeners, you already know what time it is. For the new listeners, if you like it, hit us up on the pod. Give us some feedback. You know, if we need to tighten up on something, or if you've got any questions or any topics you want to hear discussed, get at us on Twitter. Um, again, there's a there's a voice note link on there where you can leave voice notes, and we might be able to put that on the pod to respond to your questions if you want to do it that way. So, you know, make sure you're spreading the word and keep coming back every week. We're here for you, people. We're here for you. Love you guys, man. All right, Case, brother. It's been another week. Shout out to you, brother. Yeah, you as well, my bro. That man there with Greg and Case. I holler at you. Peace.